0: Hello and welcome to my podcast my Talks. I am your host Aditya. This is episode 4, where we talk about how the world of cinema has changed post-Covid. To understand that, we first delve a little into what entertainment means, how and where it could have started. Then we try to understand how Covid has affected our big screen movie watching behaviour. I try in my usual style to figure out the 5 big trends to emerge. Then we move into our usual recommendation section where we talk about a Malayalam movie attention please! I hope you enjoy the episode. Let's get talking. Entertainment is one of the basic needs of a human being. We don't discuss this enough when we look at the frameworks that we are taught in educational institutions we usually go like roti kapra magam that is food clothing housing and next comes health and education and then there are the other layers right those are safety love esteem self-actualization so on and so forth this is based on the most famous needs hierarchy model by maslow abraham Maslow. Where the hell is entertainment Mr. Maslow, why isn't it there? But it isn't there actually in the theoretical frameworks. However, entertainment has existed since time immemorial. What is entertainment? At the most basic stripped down level, I define entertainment as attempts to hold another's interest. That's all it is. Entertainment is nothing but an attempt to connect with another human being. For instance, it can be a story being told, a song being sung, just slipping and falling deliberately, a sport being played, or even something as complex as playing video games and streaming something online. As technology has changed, entertainment has also changed. As cultures have evolved, entertainment has changed. So where we are today with online streaming platforms for video and audio, the number of sports, the kind of movies, music, TV programs, and others that have evolved, they have all evolved from a very basic instinct of storytelling. And how long have we told stories? I think when human beings learned language, entertainment must not have been far behind. As soon as we evolved to some level of, say, hunter-gatherer types, we must have started communicating and that must have been when we realized we needed a common set of sounds, if I may call them, that meant the same across a group of people that were dealing with the same survival threats. I think this is when language began and along with how the brain started growing, language began to grow we became more refined and advanced with our languages this is all my own imagination based on a few books i have read but i find this to be a plausible theory to the origin of language as it evolved more at the end of each day the hunter gatherers would probably sit around a fire that's cooking the animal that they killed in the day while discussing how it behaved while they were attacking it this must have been useful information for the younger ones listening in to survive when they grew older the usefulness kept the story relevant and thus I believe that was the first ever instance of storytelling what genre do you think that story belonged to? that story where they're talking about the animals behavior when they were killing it so that they can survive would you say it was a realistic movie crime movie, murder, food, action, thriller, gore, where would you fit this movie? Also would you rate the story as not fit for children, if it wasn't fit for them, they wouldn't have survived, we wouldn't have been here listening to this podcast. I guess we would have also gone and filed a case against them for animal cruelty and then add a disclaimer that all animals were treated with care before making a movie on this. Everything has a context, so does entertainment and it changes according to the context. It is a product of the context, it in. That also kind of speaks to how we evaluate entertainment itself. If you are watching a piece of art, could be a movie or a drama or a painting or a song in a context that is devoid of certain values. Take the case of Punyan Selvan, PS1. Apart from the cinematic reasons that drove it to become the highest grossing Tamil film ever, the context was driven by cultural reasons, the pride of Tamil culture, the general feeling that South Indian kings never got their due in history, the feeling of Indian leaders being respected across global borders, the politics in the state today where BJP is making inroads while the Dravidian parties are seeing a leadership deficit. So there has been a rise in the newer parties, etc. PS1 is also seen as a beacon of Tamil culture. You will also see anyone talking about PS1 also refer to the book it was based on, obviously. Thus referring to the richness of Tamil literature. The instinct of holding on to our culture against a foreign power who are language imposers, uniform culture advocates, and predominantly fairer people is also driving people towards their basic instinct of getting together around the nearest landmark. That landmark now in cinematic terms is PS1. If you saw the launch of the movie Ponniyin Selvan 1, you saw Kamal Hasan, Kant, Karthik, Prabhu, Shankar, everybody on that particular program it got the entire industry together. You can see parallels of this in other languages, Kantara in Kannada and Bahubali in Telugu. Brahmastra probably missed out due to the craft but the idea was timely and since the idea was timely you can see that in its collections. That's why I said even an attempt is also defined as entertainment. Yes, none of this will help us in physical survival as the stories shared in those caves, but they satisfy some part of our emotional being. Mental health improves once you have consumed your preferred form of entertainment. Our brain needs it. It is a physiological need. Sometimes, entertainment talks directly to the dominant threats in the context, like Contagion, a movie made on a pandemic, with a virus quite similar to what we just saw. This movie was made in 2011, released in 2011 rather. The movie got most things right, even the structure of the virus, the spread ratio, some people having natural immunity, spreading through the air, the quarantine. It was a very well-made movie. It was almost as if they saw the future. The horrendous two years that we lived through was shown very well in that movie. You must watch the movie if you haven't. But I also understand if you don't want to watch it anymore, knowing exactly what happens in a pandemic and that isn't a great feeling. But what I wanted to highlight about Contagion was that it shows us how far science has come. We did almost predict this pandemic, yet we haven't reached the place where we can prevent it. I'm hopeful that day is not far off. In reality, however, all of us went through this horrendous pandemic It changed a lot of things about ourselves and our lives. One of the things that changed was also the way we approached our basic needs. For example, I learned cooking from scratch. At the same time, like I said earlier, I completely stopped going to the theatres to watch a movie. Netflix, Amazon Prime, Hotstar, Sony Live, Z5 were good enough. At the overall level, entertainment did change in a big way. The way we consumed it changed and that had an impact on how it was produced. In our next section, we shall take a look at how big screen entertainment has changed due to COVID. So how did big screen entertainment change due to COVID? What happened there? We know the usual things, right? All of us got locked into our homes. We started spending more time with each other. We started working and studying from home. Well, at least those of us who are fortunate to have roofs over our heads and have a job to do and a school to attend we did what we had to do. We needed our own spaces so that the audio streams did not interfere with each other. We had to stay in our rooms for as long as we did our work or study. Those managing the household duties were consigned to that space mostly because our homes weren't exactly as spread out as we wanted them to be. But then we also began spending a lot of time with each other when we came out of our respective caves, We would be into one world when we were working and then suddenly we were in each other's faces. Initially it was a nice thing, we understood what each other did to whatever extent in terms of work or studies or whatever and how we behaved at work. Suddenly a lot of our own selves were discovered by our own family members. Not only were we isolated from the world at the home unit level, but we were also staring at a strange paradox within that unit. There was an isolation within the unit, the isolation was another little reality. The collision of these worlds brought into being a newer world, a world that we are still grappling to deal with. That is probably a larger topic for another day. In terms of big screen entertainment, we clearly stopped going to the theatres. Not only because they were shut down, but even after they opened, we haven't exactly thronged the theatres till very recently. We started watching content on our little screens, in our little worlds, isn't it? It was a getaway for ourselves. We spent a lot of time discussing and searching what would be an agreeable piece of entertainment for all of us to sit and watch together. And we would end up watching something that all of us were okay with. Programs like Masterchef and others would usually be the ones we landed on. But when we wanted something for ourselves to consume, we decided to go back to our own personal screens. Each set of eyes and ears ended up having their own screens. We strived hard to find what worked for us and searched for it and watched it when it was on. Our opinions on what we liked and disliked got crystallized as we discussed it with each other and also tried to enjoy what the other liked. For instance, you wanted to watch something your son or daughter or your child decided today, and you might not want to go back to it again tomorrow, but tomorrow you watch what you decide. So that's the day you enjoy. What this also ended up doing was we knew clearly what kind of content we didn't want to watch. Translating this to the big screen, people were clear that they did want to watch a cricket-based movie called 83. They had probably had enough of the IPL and the other cricket series that were played on their home screens, continuously, possibly. Kapil Dev is a legend and a movie on the story of him helping us win our first ever World Cup should have been a sixer for the revival of the big screen viewing culture. Partly, we weren't fully in the clear yet when the movie released but what the failure of 83 also seemed to reinforce was the age-old adage in Bollywood not to make movies on cricket, they were bound to fail for sure. Exception being Lagan, of course, 83 however caught up with people when it released on Netflix and it did well on Netflix. 83 did however enter the 100 100 crore club and was still considered to be a failure because of its expected scale of success a similar case was of lal singh chadda too the movie failed at the box office because people didn't want to watch an amir khan starrer which was nothing but a remake of a famous successful english movie called forest camp which most of them had probably watched during the lockdown when lal singh chadda released covid was mostly behind us but still people were very clear they didn't want to watch it in the theaters I'm ignoring the boycott of the movie called by a bunch of right-wingers. I don't think it influenced the audience much. However, Lal Singh Chadda went on to become number two in the world as per Netflix among non-English movies and number one in India when it released on Netflix. If it was a badly made movie, then it should have failed even on Netflix, right? Many other box office studs have found second life on OTT this year, including the likes of Dhakar, Attack and Khudha Hafiz too. So, how did well-made movies or well-told stories actually fail at the big screens? Let me attempt to share, in a few points, what I think happened there. Point number one: Going to a theatre was seen as an effort that could be avoided. People knew that most movies which came on the big screen would now be shortly available on their personal small screens, the screens that they had come to be comfortable with, they had figured their comfortable sound levels, so they waited for the movie to come on their personal screen. Also going to the theatre was a threat to their survival just a few days ago. Suddenly risking it all for the sake of a movie was not an effort worth making. People wanted to be absolutely sure that the effort would be worth it, else they were happy dropping the efforts that were not absolutely critical and going to the theatres became one such activity. We just avoided crowded places. The mobile screens made us immobile. Point number 2 The movie needed to have a compelling reason to make the effort. Like I said earlier, the movie needed to be marketed in such a way that it provided a reason for us to make a call that seemed to be in contrast with our own survival a few days ago. And marketing a movie has two sides to it the movie needs to provide information just enough to titillate the senses to make us move our asses to make it to the theaters but it must not be too much information to make us think that we can sit back and wait for it to come to my personal screen right look at the top five box office crossing films of 2022 KGF, rrr ps1 vikram and brahmastra That brings me to to my next point. Point number 3. Language does not matter anymore to enjoy a movie. Reading subtitles to enjoy a movie was normalized. Korean drama was being watched on OTT. Turkish stuff became famous. Japanese programs caught the Indian's fancy. Content was losing the language barrier. Subtitles became the thread on which we enjoyed the garland of these global movies. The pandemic years have given us Money Heist in Spanish, Squid Game in Korean, The Disciple in Marathi and Minnal Murli in Malayalam. Watching an Indian language movie was not anymore below anyone's dignity. Hindi or Bollywood stamp was not necessary for a movie to be watched. So Kannada, Tamil, Telugu, Malayalam movies came to the fore. Clearly Hindi is not the national language guys. Kantara The Kannada movie, made on a budget of 15 crore, is slated to collect 200 crore worldwide. RRR has been submitted to the Oscars under various categories. Not that I agree to any submissions made by the production team of RRR, but do you see the conference that it is providing the filmmakers to go and seek validation from audiences behind the primary audience they made it for? Point number 4. Stars do not guarantee box office collections. Amir Khan's Lal Singh Chadha, Ranveer Singh's 83, Kangana Ranaut's Dhakar, John Abraham's attack, Ranbir Kapoor's Brahmastra, all failed to make the mark at the box office. People weren't convinced just by the presence of stars they needed something more. What can it be? A good story, an excellent demonstration of something related to our values? Who is the hero of Pushpa, Flower or Fire, we remember the dialogue and the movie. We remember the star, now the star of that movie has become a national star. Rocky Bai, Yash of KGF, Junior NTR and Ramcharan of RRR were all unknown commodities at the India level and that did not matter to the audience. We went to the movies because the movies promised to deliver value to our effort that we expected to put in to go and watch the movie, right? Point number five. Large production studios started exclusive digital production companies. Karan Johar started Dharmatic Entertainment. As much as I might disagree with the films he makes as a director, he is a stalwart in the field of film production. If he has started a digital content company, then you can understand how important that channel must be. Z Studios started OZ, which later went on to become Z5, which is an app today that you can download. Balaji Motion Pictures has Balaji, te- I mean, Balaji Telefilm started Balaji Motion Pictures, they now have Alt Balaji. Sony Pictures India has Sony Entertainment, that now has Sony Live. Essentially, what you notice here is a trend that covers the big screen, the small screen, traditionally the Television was the small screen, now we have the smaller screens, right, the micro screens, the mobiles and etc. What you see here is that smaller screens do not necessarily mean smaller markets. In fact, it is the opposite. And these initiatives by decades old studios means that they want a share of this market because here is where the youngsters are. And with that, we come to the end of this section. I hope we have seen how entertainment has changed. To summarize this episode, entertainment has become like chess where content is king, screen is queen, stars are bishops and writers are the chess boards. Let the games begin. In the next section, we shall talk about the recommendation for this weekend. I watched a Malayalam movie called Attention Please on Netflix. It is about an aspiring screenwriter who narrates the stories he has written to his bachelor roommates. The movie has so many nuances that it is a treat to watch. A take on failure and success within the social construct that we live in. While bringing out the struggles faced by those waiting to make it big in the film industry. The actors have brought in their top notch performances. The way the director has even thought this through is amazing. I especially love the way the movie made me squirm in my chair. The movie is hard hitting, dark and unsettling. Please stay away if you watch movies to make you happy. If you want to be entertained, then this is a must watch. The ending is especially intriguing. I have been discussing this movie with all my friends ever since I watched the movie. Please watch Attention Please on Netflix. With this, we come to the end of this episode of Mysorean Talks. Thank you for listening. Tune in to Mysorean Talks every Friday. I am on Facebook and Instagram as Mysorean. I also have a Facebook page for the podcast called Mysorean Talks, Facebook.com slash Mysorean Talks. Please like the page and stay connected for more and frequent updates. You can also connect with me on mysurian.com. Come, say hi, let's get talking.